recording. Yeah. Right, welcome back to the first live, not live, first in-person in podcast person, yeah. we've done since Christmas, I'd say, maybe the first week in January. That feels like, and I know people say things like this, but that feels like five years ago. Yeah. That genuinely feels like, because we were still, that was like three months, that was like the start of the third month when we'd gone full-time. And if it was like fresh and rosy, yeah. you know, and not that it's not now, you know, but it's, <laughs> but the, like, where are we, the fourth month of the year, you know, like yeah. it's, it's uh, a lot has happened the last four months, I suppose. So it's, uh, that feels like a decade ago. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. It's like, it's not that the newness has been worn off, but you just get into your routine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like you're in the first like month or two, you're still trying to figure out like, am I going to bring lunch to work with me? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... We're back anyway, um, not fully this week, but we'll get into routine Yeah, and uh, we'll make a look for an office as well, hopefully. If anybody in the uh, Cork City area has a nice office there, yeah, anywhere from like 20 euro a week to 23 euro a week. Yeah, we'll get a, we'll, we'll, mostly we just want somewhere to go, but also we'd like to have like a proper like a studio set up for videos yeah, and yeah. stuff, you know, like yeah. Uh, like the professional YouTubers. It's funny that, like, you know, when you look at the YouTube videos, yeah. sometimes, right, they're, like, thrown together. But when you look at the YouTube videos, a lot of the time you're like, yeah. geez, like, that looks like this is kind of set up well. Yeah. But then there's been 15 minutes before of, like, yeah. no, no, just put everything in the corner. Yeah. Put everything yeah. in yeah. the corner. Some of them just seem to have, like, like the, the, the trend I like, and it seems a lot of people have is, like, kind of, like, not in focus backdrop. Yeah. Lots of wood and neon signs. And, uh... Maybe some bookcases, some random paraphernalia. Yeah. Toys. It's the, in my opinion, it's the visual representation of what lo-fi music is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just there. It's yeah. kind of cool, like, but, yeah. uh, but nobody's paying any attention to it. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. That's literally what it is. So today's podcast is on just ref- reflecting. So today we're meditating. Oh, jeez. We're reflecting on several thoughts about the post. No, we're just going to talk a bit about today about... Um, just last weekend, just general yeah. musings, I suppose, and uh, and just kind of you know just talk about what happened and stuff. Yeah. So the first question is, are you going to do it again? Every I think a lot of people have been asking. I actually don't know. Remember don't last know. last weekend, oh. I was like, no. I'm fucking never doing it again. What do you think about it? Since like Wednesday. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Just to get this clear, there, right? Yes, yes. I'm not actually thinking about it. Um, but since Wednesday, I've been like. Oh, the, the only thing that holds me back right now mm-hmm. from being like, oh, I'll do it again mm-hmm. or I'll try it again next year mm-hmm. is every time I walk, my foot is re- or my leg is really sore. <laughs> would you, or would you, is it, you wouldn't immediately do it again, but you might do it again? I actually don't think I'd be able to. My leg just keeps getting worse. It's getting worse? Yeah. I Yeah. Like walking down the stairs now hurts, but it never hurt before. And I, when I say I've done nothing for the week, yeah. I have done nothing for the week. Like the adrenal fatigue you probably have is probably oh chronic. my god! Girl, remember how sad? Uh, like Monday and Tuesday, I've never seen you that sad. I was so I was terrible. Like, but Saturday night you were very sad. Oh yeah, yeah. Seiko yeah. knew how sad you were. Like yeah. she was like she, my emotional support dog. Your emotional support sponge. To be fair, she was glued to me for the day. Glued to you? Uh, yeah. Well, actually, it's only when we came back from the first attempt and you were in a lot of pain, that's when she was kind of like. Yeah. Oh my God. Strange. Dara needs me. Because usually she's just like chill. Mm-hmm. Joe, she'll kind of do her own thing. Yeah. Um, but she was glued to me for a day. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I, I, to be honest, I can't see you doing anything next year. Not because you'd be like, it's just so unenjoyable. Yeah, like, I was going to say, you just probably won't want to do it again. Yeah. Like, I think we, like, 
what some people kind of thought was like this was like this is the thing Dara really wanted to do like this was something that yeah, you, this yeah. was something you'd always wanted to have was like a five minute mile and a five hundred pound squat but for you I think it was just something to train for like an event yeah rather than the actual thing so obviously you wanted to do the thing but as much as you did you just wanted to do a thing yeah I think I think more than anything else this is like the fucking it harkens back to like just being in it for the process instead of just being in it for the outcome yeah like yeah there were so many things along the way during the process that I wanted to achieve that I did do you know that Mm -hmm. I was very very happy about like loads of like smaller PRs making my squat look better Mm -hmm. um, doing a 200 kilo front squat all the running getting back to like a reasonable level of or a good level of fitness like um, running like PR 400 meter times running close enough to PR like 800 meter times or realistically they were PR 800 meter times there's just loads of like small little wins along the way you know Mm -hmm. and that's why like it's very disappointing not doing it or not finishing it out completely but there was still like a lot of a lot of W's along the way like I think the biggest tragedy was that you could have done it man it's so annoying editing the video yeah because when you're like cutting the clips Mm -hmm. and it's just us standing around talking yeah and I'm just like not even out of breath Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know it was like not out of breath no pumps no like that's the most annoying thing yeah that was because I was looking at the pace the first time see I hadn't actually seen her do any running up until the day you know so I was driving behind reading it and I was looking at them running and I was like I think when he went to do the first one and I was like, he's still warming up or what? Because the pace looks so casual. You yeah. Know? And I was like, this can't be, a f- this surely cannot be the five minute mile pace. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But, uh, so it was like, so you were definitely fit enough to do it. And then when you did the squat so easily, it was like, okay, so he could definitely could have done it. But then it was just so shit that you couldn't do it, you know? So yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. Um, I don't know, but it probably would have been worth long term, worse long term. With. It would have been way worse. <laughs> It'd have been way worse if you'd had uh, if you'd failed the squat miserably. Oh, I think yeah. I think because that had been, you, but in then one way then you could have been like, well, even if I'd made the run, even if you'd forced yourself to finish it with your shin, you still would have been like, well, I wasn't gonna just yeah. squat that later that day, you know. So I think that would have been. But I think better at the time I was like, yeah, it's horrendous that I yeah did the squat so easily. Yeah, like I've never squatted two thirty so easily, yeah. and I've been very heavy and very squatty. Yeah. Uh, squatting 230 a few times in the past but like era fuck it the, this has shown me so like doing Sika full time mm-hmm. and doing being a professional YouTuber like as as we are yeah. shows you some very funny insights into the human brain yeah. when it comes to people's opinions in YouTube comments Um, but pe- people's opinions in YouTube comments and messages for the week and in the weeks leading up to this are genuinely baffling, you know, because mm-hmm. you'll get somebody and they'll just be like, uh, oh, this, everyone else had a six pack, like, and you didn't have a six pack. And be like, I'm 108 kilos. Yeah. And, and then they'd be like, oh, did you try losing 25 or 25 kilos? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I didn't try losing 25 kilos. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, if you just dropped, like, that's an assumption that you're 30% body fat, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's just mental. Like, and these are people who you'd expect would have some knowledge, you know? My favourite bit about the YouTube comments is the confidence with which it comes across, with, with confidence that people yeah. say things. You know, they, they say things like that. So they'll say about, oh, if you just lost 
if that's a, a pound list every two seconds or something and every pound you last you'd gain two seconds in your mile that'd mean you'd run a 330 mile or something yeah. and it's just the sheer like confidence yeah. about YouTube comments in general when people are trying to prove us wrong about things is my f- favourite part I love of YouTube it. Be, like there was my favourite one of all time and I still remember yeah. this of all the videos we've done so far was the one we did on Anthony Joshua no Anthony Joshua yeah it was Anthony Joshua where people oh, were talking people so mad. and people were like you talk about you know training segregated as you know uh, if you have any any idea how to train people you would be like oh yeah obviously yeah they're like you just get segregated results if you train things segregated <laughs> and that just the sheer confidence yeah. was just for me I, I love that I love that confidence the, the likes he got as well was so funny oh, in the comments but like they don't know anything about it you got to train everything together or else you're not going to get better yeah and it was just a, just, a, just a, like just oh yeah I people are fucking dumbasses like yeah especially on YouTube but yeah. then some vast majority are really nice people on YouTube though oh or you get people who be like there's two people in particular right who've sent me DMs on Instagram yeah and one of them is a uh, cross country runner and the other guy is like I can't but they're both like were legit athletes or are legit athletes and they're coaching now mm-hmm. and they'd message like two or three times and be like good luck really enjoy the videos mm-hmm. I think it's great yeah. can't wait to see what's happening yeah. and then afterwards they were like uh, great efforts both of them were like really really good effort yeah. uh, I'm I'm delighted I watched along for the whole lot mm-hmm. look if you go back to do this next year yeah. I'm a running coach Yeah, hit me up yeah that yeah. was it yeah yeah there was no like there was no you could have done better I had since been to the high school and I stretched my calves and it really helped yeah yeah there was none of that yeah or yeah. there was none like why are you so loud when you run like I'm so yeah. loud when I run because I'm 108 fucking kilos you can run quite and I'm like, running on the road yeah you <laughs> can't running quite is I think you strive for but not like at your weight you can't do that like it's yeah, not, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a thing but it wasn't but it, it also wasn't running for him stopped me running in my you know yeah. it was passing out from being in pain yeah like <laughs> you you could argue that your running form gave you shin spins I don't like oh yeah that definitely was like but yeah. it was also drastically overtraining. yeah wearing probably the minimalist sho- well not minimalist but the minimalist compared to running shoes yeah, yeah. Base, you know um, absolutely but that was still that was still a decision I made because of thinking we were doing it on a track yeah and that was how like I wasn't going to be able to train on a track mm-hmm. so then I was going to run in those kinds of shoes yeah which would force me to run a certain way yeah and then I could go and run on a track well road running is crippling like yeah just cr- it's, it's crippling like, yeah you yeah, ha- yeah you have to, I don't think you run on, run on the roads without wearing the stereotypical runners like yeah I don't think if you can do some Serious running, like clearly know, not actual <laughs> mileage. Like, I don't know, yeah. but I mean, most people in general, like, you know, can do that much running on the roads. Like, yeah. running, road running is crippling, and like, to be fair, it's probably not quote unquote natural. Like, so, like, you, you really have to build up to it, you know. Yeah, like, even here, good runners, I remember someone was talking about it recently, and they were saying they wore they, they were switching to minimal shoes, but they still had to like ease into it over the course of months, you know. Yeah, like, some sessions were minimalist, but it was like a slower pace, and the rest of the sessions were to fucking night pegasus carbon fiber fucking yeah you know, whatever yeah, like. yeah but also the most runners have like three pairs of shoes they rotate between yeah so they have like their training mileage shoes then they have like faster training shoes and then they have race shoes you know yes and they're all like that's just a level of intricacy that i wasn't firstly that i didn't want to get into yeah like it wasn't like i didn't understand that existed i just didn't want to do it yeah uh like in the same way where like i didn't want to wear a squat suit yeah and the same way I didn't want like Joe yeah. I didn't want to squat low bar whatever 
uh, yeah, it was just mental. But the, it's some of the comments are just so fucking funny. Like, I think one of the good things about it was just how many people were invested in seeing what happened. So invested, yeah. A lot of people are asking me, like, on Instagram and stuff, you know, and people I know, like, how did you get on? Or were you getting on, you know? Yeah. Like, so many people were invested in seeing what would happen, which I thought was very interesting, which was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I think that is cool. To how many people, the silent majority watching, you know? Yeah. Um, in terms of what's happening in the next few weeks, that decision has been made. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to go and squat 250. Uh, and the only reason I want to squat 250 isn't because, like, 230 was very easy or I want this arbitrary number. It's the day we opened the gym in Bandon, which was like June or July 2016. Mm-hmm. I wrote my name with 250 kilo back squat underneath it uh, because people were writing goals they wanted to hit. And I just want to do that. Did you have a bet with Rory about getting 250? Yeah. What's the bet? What was he supposed to do? Uh, so he's supposed to squat 200 kilos. Mm-hmm. And I'm, or, I, or before I get to 250. Um, I don't know is the thing a tattoo is that in my head it's written on that's written on the wall of the gym as well if you ever go to band and shred the conditioning there's a lot of things written on the wall there's a lot of things <laughs> on the wall I'd love to see Rory with a tramp stamp oh my god that he probably has so fucking already. funny he definitely has one yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what the bet is I'm gonna have to look that up um, back on topic I suppose yeah. we're back to the day so we can't like did you feel like you gained anything from the day in general or does it probably take like a year to think about that yeah I gained like I was very very happy that the two of you were there mm-hmm. Joe I gained that understanding yes. that like John and Gurf are the people I'd want there yes, yes you know because yes. you always like running up to it like oh it's obvious that they're the two people I'd want there but now it's like yeah. now it would be incredibly obvious that if I was going cycling across America yeah. John and Gurf would be the people to be there you know I would enjoy that so much <laughs> What James I, Cracknell. <laughs> what, what I really enjoyed was I just I kind of made me realize how much I enjoy events like yeah, things, yeah. you know. And I, maybe I don't know if that's the same thing with coronavirus or just something I haven't. Uh, co- being coached or coached someone at something in so long that I, I just enjoy. Now I wasn't coaching you, but I'm just saying it was an event yeah. that someone was trying to achieve something, you know, and I was involved with it was something I really enjoyed, you know, which is I think get a bit of appreciation for that. Um, it definitely had the event buzz yeah it had an event buzz you know like we were like getting up that morning and like coming down in the kitchen the chat was very it was very event like but even the night before was like gotta go to bed because you know we've gotta get up for this Um, which I really enjoyed I really enjoyed that we were doing like it was a thing you know Um, yeah it really makes you want to do more things like that yes like big outlandish challenges yeah you'll have to think of something else yeah I, uh, yeah, that's something I did really enjoy. Even, you know, when we back to the kitchen, we were trying to figure out what to do, you know. Man, that was intense. That was so intense. That's the most intense thing that happened to me. Like, we were camping like it was so intense, like. Yeah. Just so, the last, I'd say in the last, I can't think of anything. I'd say the, the most intense thing that happened since the first person died, that first lady died from coronavirus in, in Ireland last year, when, we, when that happened, like, I'd say. Yeah. Nothing the last year was so intense as that, I'd say. Man, it was full on. The white noise. Yeah, I've never seen you white noise. Like, oh, that was great. So, like, we're in the kitchen. John is measuring out roots and, like, getting everything sorted. This is John's job. Like, this mm-hmm. is, like, 
John, this is your job. Don't fuck it up. I've never seen him take something so seriously, though. He took it so seriously. So seriously. Did a great job as well. He did, like, and he, he really went to full lengths. Yeah. So we'd gone back and we were looking for a different route just on a quieter road. And uh, John, like, you, you've listened to John on the Shit Talk podcast before if you've listened to him. And he was, like, mapping out the route yeah. on Google Maps with intervals, you know, measuring them and getting landmarks so he could, uh, he'd know for the pacing on the bicycle yeah. in front of Fitz, you know. Yeah, he took it so serious. And that's exactly... But I was like, John, you can't fuck this up. Mm-hmm. This is on you. And to be fair, yeah. he took it. He yeah. took it well. He also fell off the bike. Um, and he got this little cut on his knee, you know. <laughs> but I didn't... I obviously didn't know this had happened. Yeah. And then we were on the way back in the car. And, like, it might have been... When the whole that was over, it might have even been on the way back from the beach. And... uh he was just I could see him rubbing his knee and he had this tiny little cut like the size of the nail on your thumb yeah and, I saw uh, it, yeah. and he was like uh, just looked up like we hadn't spoken yeah. he just looked over and just blood sweat and tears kid <laughs> <laughs> when did he fall off I didn't see him fall off so when we were doing the warm ups mm-hmm. he went to turn around and cycle back up the hill because yeah. the 200 was uphill yeah and uh, he was like he was fucking high geared and so he like he went to pedal but the bike just started spinning you know yes uh, so he just slipped cut his knee on the fucking pedal or something oh that like when that first run you know driving behind you I was just like five minutes has never felt so long like this is there's a we got like a minute and a half the first one was it two minutes I can't remember yeah like 75 seconds and I was like this is this is so tense like yeah. and then I was like because I knew how bad your shin was you know and I was just like, you see, I didn't know that stopping was a possibility. But so I was just worried about the pace. Yeah. I didn't even think that it was going to be so sore that you'd have to stop, you know. Yeah. So when I would drive behind and then when you did stop, I was like, oh, what the no. fuck do we do now? I was like, fuck. And then uh, I suppose in hindsight, I probably should have was taking painkillers first. Yeah, that was definitely the thing yeah. I should have done. Iced it. Iced it and loaded like. So we loaded some great painkillers, mm-hmm. but we should have just. You, you so now this isn't what you'd be like, the recommended thing to do. But what <laughs> you should have been doing was probably taking, uh, probably anti-inflammatory since Wednesday. Yeah. So this isn't in view of what's the best thing for training. This is what's the this best is, thing. For this the, would be terrible for training. This is terrible for training because people don't understand anti-inflammatory stunt yeah. inflammation. Yeah. And inflammation is what causes adaptation. But what would have been best for the event and not for training was if you started taking painkillers on Wednesday or anti-inflammatories not painkillers yeah. so much and kind of loaded those up so then by Saturday or even earlier maybe even Monday depending on how, how much you wanted to do you know and then on Saturday taking some painkillers not anti-inflammatories mm. and then ice the shit out of it just to get that five minute run you know yeah. because you weren't going to lose any fitness it wasn't really going to affect your strength so you probably would in hindsight that yeah, would have been the best course of action definitely. so iced it before that I don't think there was any productive rehab you probably could have done unless you got a diagnosis of what that was yeah are you going to get an x-ray yeah definitely I was just like I'm not going to get an x-ray because it's just a stress factor mm-hmm. I was like there's no way I'm just not doing it you know mm-hmm. I was like we're in coronavirus I'm not going to hospital to get my fucking stupid shin x-ray yeah. but now it's just like Annoyingly I, sore all the I, time. I really want to see what it is like. I want to see. Yeah. Have you multiple ones, or is it just one area? Just here. You you genuinely could have. It sounds like you do, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, you probably should get an X-ray. Yeah. Not there's anything they can do for you. But yeah. At least you'll have. At least you'll be like, okay, I I know to, not do stuff. Yeah. Like I would just um, 
I would want to see it too because it'd be a cool picture for Instagram as well. If yeah, it'd be a great Insta post, wouldn't it? You'd be like, this is what was killing me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's... Do you know what I find is uh, is interesting in the comments? And I've seen it with my main thing as well. Is how like liberally people will suggest BPC and stuff peptides for healing oh yeah I see that in your video and I've seen it on some of my stuff on my knees you know like just you should try BPC it's really good for injuries you know yeah but like Joe Rogan has done that with some of his friends you know yeah fucking Tam Segura like tore his like patella tendon off yeah the, the fat cunt yeah and like they were dunking or something yeah and they uh, they were talking about BPC and they're like yeah and I use them all you know and like yeah. They're all like research chemicals, like, you know, I wouldn't be harsh those on YouTube. Imagine if someone is like, if you try Trent for your shin. But that's the thing, you know, yeah. people will be like, oh, would you try BBC or, or TB500 or whatever? Mm-hmm. But then, then if there was a mention yeah. of the use of like testosterone yeah. or an illicit. Yeah. If there was a mention of that in the video, be like, yeah, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh my fucking, oh my God. People vomiting on the screen like, yeah. like, oh my fucking God, are you serious? But this is what Clarence is talking about and he's been talking a lot about re- their last few days and um, and the fucking, like he's all these videos he's made. Yeah. He's like, why are, why are ped users so stigmatised, you know? And yeah. He's like, rec- or especially recreational ped users. So he was talking about, he made a comment saying, why don't we educate people instead of wasting money on anti-doping is help people who are actually getting hurt from peds is not professional athletes because they have doctors and stuff yeah. helping them they're a small minority it's the 16 year olds taking fucking trend yeah 16 year olds taking terms from TikTok and stuff he's like yeah. why would it not be better and he got a couple of comments being back like I couldn't give a fuck about ped users uh, recreational ones one person was like I hope I, I hope they get the worst side effects possible and stuff you know oh my god yeah and he's like why don't oh. but then it's funny how people just bracket certain chemicals in their brain so they're like yeah. if you if you were using PEDS and you'd said it last weekend you're like I just took a huge shot of fucking deck and I'm ready to roll <laughs> people are like oh my god oh my god but if you had said oh I'm just using BPC to fix my yeah. fucking my shin people have been like oh yeah yeah that's yeah, fine that's enough. pretty cool because so they're like they're both injectable but one of them is like fine but then the other one isn't you know and I, I think if you'd one non-injectable one injectable yeah. that's like yeah, that's yeah. the line yeah that is the line you know yes it's funny as the well that for ultimate performance <laughs> it's funny as well that like with stimulants you know yeah stimulants like, don't seem to come into to peds at all yeah like, if you've done coke I, I could literally have been like oh yeah. I'm taking this thing uh, which is whatever mm-hmm. it's banned by all the I'm, I'm pretty sure people would just be like oh yeah yeah that's yeah. grand you'd be like no no this like mm-hmm. this will directly affect my brain in ways you cannot understand yeah yeah for days afterwards mm-hmm. like oh yeah that's grand yeah 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 and like, then they'd be you, like you took what yeah yeah you yeah. test test what yeah yeah what people would be <laughs> an actual compound what people would be so upset like yeah um yeah, if you just tried coke, it would have been a lot better. My God, it would have been great crack as well. <laughs> you probably would have finished the run on coke. Yeah. Ahead of schedule. Ahead of schedule. with And it, I'd be like, oh shit, I left my leg at the top of the road. Yeah. Zero pain. <laughs> pain tolerance gone way up. Jeez, that probably would have worked actually. Yeah. I hear it's hard to get coke these days though. Is it? I don't know. And all the borders closed, I suppose. Are shit, yeah. It must be a terrible time for the lads. Must be a backlog. like. Yeah. Um, the Suez Canal blocked up yeah fuck it was actually mushrooms last year apparently mushrooms that I'd heard that I'd heard Jesus H. Christ yeah mushrooms and marriage of mana the devil's lettuce they're um, the, you know, the hippies in West Cork so mm-hmm. for those of you not from Cork like West Cork is this 
West Cork is heaven. Like it's like a little oasis where the real world yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. But it's also full of fucking hippies. And they're all these kind of like new age hippie types. Some of them would have been there from like the 70s, 60s kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. Then there's loads of these just like new age hippies. They live in shacks and houses. Crusty. They're crusty hippies. Yeah. I just want, like, these aren't like 22, it's not Zach 22 from California. No, fuck no. With his iPhone 11. No, like 48. They're, they've hobbit feet. Yeah. They wear... You know those tubular hats they kind of wear? Oh my like, god. They wear yeah. like... It's like a beanie but it's four times too long. Yeah. They have like... Everyone's grey even if they're like 20 years old. Yeah. The crusty feet. Terrible teeth. Terrible teeth. Terrible clothes. Nobody wears shoes. Yeah. They don't even... Like it's not even surfing hippies. No, they're weird like mountain hippies. Yeah. Um, love fresh fruit and veg. Yeah. Fresh veg. Lo- oh, love it. Yeah. They love a farmer's market but oh. they can't buy anything because they have no money. They walk... Oh, if you go to farmer's market in Kinsale they are crusty hippie central and Kinsale is like Kinsale isn't even West Cork like no no, Joe, no. if you were to be in Bally de Hab yeah uh, like that's, that's where they fucking live they that's go, they Bally de Hab is like the central meeting place for mig- crusty hippies do they migrate south in the winter or what they migrate south from the UK they're all English are they all English all of them are what English what they go yeah. to West Cork for like because it's like the furthest oh, west they can go. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Lovely. They're all English. You don't see a lot of it in Galway either. Galway is far too gentrified. Yeah. Um, Maybe you in West, West Galway. No, because like Galway's a port. So you don't go more west. Yeah. Connemara and stuff would have like... That's what I'm wondering. Like, yeah. Did you see them in... Uh, west Cork, to be honest, is... Uh, um, I know, oh, mushrooms. But anyway, there's a huge like... Yeah posse of them that go picking mushrooms uh, every year it's like a fucking thing did you ever pick mushrooms when you were younger no we used to do it obviously edible mushrooms edible mushrooms yeah, yeah, yeah. see the thing is right yeah mushrooms the, Joe you obviously know the whole thing of like that one can kill you yeah yeah and that one can't yeah so then it's just like yeah because my mother grew up on a farm mm-hmm. and like would be afraid of her life that she'd kill a child mm-hmm. We're just like we're not picking any mushrooms. Yes, yes. Do you yes, know what I mean? Yes, yes. Because yes. they used to pick wild mushrooms when they were kids, yes. and they'd eat them at home. Yeah. But their mom was just like, "No, you're not doing it." Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. We used to the odd time. Yeah, a couple of times actually. With my parents, my father knew them, but there was a split time of year. Yeah. Where you could there was these mushrooms that would grow in the fields, like, um, agricultural fields, like the rule of thumb. It's if it grows in the field, it's grand. Yeah. If it grows in the woods, oh yeah, don't yeah. touch it. Oh, but these these would grow for like a day or two. Yeah. And they were edible, like... Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. Uh, eight-year-old Garth wasn't really worried about poisonous mushrooms. They taste great. I don't particularly like mushrooms as it Don't you? Not really. Yeah, I really like them. Um, yeah, I can understand why you wouldn't want to be picking mushrooms. I don't know how many poisonous mushrooms there even is in Ireland. Uh, I assume there is some. They're deaf. There definitely is. They seem viciously poisonous as well. Oh, they're like the kind of poisonous where like your asshole turns inside out and it starts to rot. Yeah. Joe, like, <laughs> it's like the bad dying kind of... Poisonous. They're never like, oh, Tommy's a bit upset. No, no, no. It's no, like, oh, I'm like, shitting blood. Yeah, your <laughs> blood cells are exploding. Like, there's no need for that mushrooms. Like, no. Calm down, lads. It's so aggressive. Yeah. Just no need for it. No, like, there's some plants and stuff that if you ate, yeah. you're just like, oh, jeez, I feel terrible. Or if, like, you rub them off your skin, yes. you'll get a rash. Yeah, yeah. But nothing has the same kind of volition that uh, mushrooms have to fuck you up like yeah and it seems to be a universal thing like there's yeah. mushrooms everywhere uh, terrible trips off mushrooms apparently if you get a bad trip aside I've told. never never done a mushroom so 
I don't know, a few of our friends are big into them. Some of our love them. Love an old mushroom. Yeah. Love a mushroom. Yeah. Love a good trip on a mushroom. Nothing wrong with it. I feel like you get the good trip if you're there for the good trip, though, imagine. Like, if you're ready for it. I think that's the rule of most of that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. You know. But, you know, the thing is, loads of people who do them are really sad. <laughs> you know, they have <laughs> issues. So, like, you know, that's it. They're, like, they're doing the mushroom because they are sad. Like, yeah, that's the thing. They're going to go back to being sad after. Yeah. But I know... It, I'm, it definitely helps people some of that stuff like, yeah yeah you know, MDMA and all that crack but uh, Don't, uh, as we're on this point right go on this is something I'd say in the last two months yes anytime I've brought it up I'm like I, I just have to have my point heard on this right mm-hmm. that's the podcast is so right. right we were talking to John about this last week but he is climbing onto my lap for mm-hmm. rubs uh, everybody who smokes weed just becomes stupider because of it <laughs> Garf, what the fuck is with it? And they're all like, no, I have been concentrating so much. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. it turns you into a fucking mush. Yeah. And then they're like, well, this guy smokes weed and he owns a math school. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, but he's a fucking genius. Yeah. And if he loses five five IQ points, he can deal with that, you know, because he goes from 131 to 126. Yeah. And it's okay. He's yeah. slightly less autistic. Yeah. Everybody else is mush. Like, yeah. there's that I went to school with. And they're like, they smoke weed now and I'm just like you're you're a, stu- you're a more stupid person than you ever were you know and I knew you when you were 12 I I don't really know anyone who habitually smokes weed yeah I don't know anyone and maybe there's a reason for that yeah but I, I can't think of anyone who I know now who used to smoke weed when I was younger or anyone I knew in college who smoked yeah. a lot of weed and I have no problem with people doing any kind of drugs I don't like, give a fuck no but I actually can't think of anyone who habitually smokes weed anymore I don't know anyone yeah I know a lot of people who do a lot of drugs. Yeah. Performance and non-performance dancing. <laughs> but I don't know anyone who smokes weed, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I like they just all turn to mush. Because I know a few people now in particular yeah. and they literally turn to mush. Like I can't think of many people who I'm like, "Oh, that was a great thing for you to do." Yes. You should have definitely created this habit. I am um, Oh, that's it. So, anytime we do pay-per-views, and people routinely ask about uh, or we do like one on alcohol people yeah. will always ask about like CBD or marijuana you know yeah the amount of CBD products out there and the amount of athletes who are sponsored oh by CBD God. products is criminal yeah like it, it's insane you know and loads of people what worry me most is people are like yeah it just uh, really helps me sleep and um, if you listen to any of the experts I suppose so we definitely is a sedative and that's yeah. not good for your sleep that they're very conclusive about weed not help you sleep so just because you get sleep doesn't mean it's productive yeah it's not good sleep whereas they're like CBD they're not too sure yet you know yeah and I would bet I would have a bet that it's either net n- zero or net negative you know yeah Um, but I don't think it's probably not positive for your sleep I, again though I'm really happy for people to take things if they feel like it helps yeah, them I'm so absolutely. happy for that so I'm not like we should need to ban CBD but a lot of people are looking for uh, volition for like you know when you talk about like they're like beauty papers and CBD and stuff and there really isn't though no there's none well there's loads of stuff but they're a not. paper that was made up by the company who's oh they're not real though no they're would, not, it's not a study like no I wouldn't even count those like, um, they're in a random like marijuana journal yeah <laughs> all positive about marijuana convenient hell, hell yeah brother everything yeah. spelt wrong <laughs> Just, just, just do you know what though they probably wouldn't do acronyms and they couldn't remember so at least they oh, give them that acronyms are the worst um, but I think with sleep right yeah. this is and to be honest this holds true for almost everything to do with the human body mm-hmm. most of the time 
You just need to do way less mm -hmm. and your sleep will improve. Mm -hmm. You need to do less training. Mm -hmm. You need to do less stress, mm -hmm. less work, yeah. less like fun things that make your brain feel great. Mm -hmm. Less of that gives you better sleep. The blue light blockers are great for those sleepiness. Are they? I highly recommend them. No fucking Absolutely. way. Absolutely. I bought a pair of 15 euro Uvex. They make safety glasses. You can get all these like bougie designer ones for like 120 quid. And I was just like, it's oh, I blue saw light. The, the picture like, you sent actually. Everything gets blocked through a certain color. Like yeah. there's no, I think some people are under the impression that you have to like. Oh, well, it's just because they look cool. Did you just fart? No, she's snoring. That's oh, okay. Yeah, no, people want cool ones that are like specially designed. Yeah. You just need something that's orange, like orange will black blue light. Yeah. You know, so the, I just got these Uvex ones. They make safety glasses, 15 euro off Amazon. You definitely do. You put them on like an hour and a half, two hours before bed if you want. Yeah. You definitely get like the sleepiness, which is great. Yeah. Highly recommend them to people. I've just never had the issue. I Sorry, did I, I had the yeah. issue a few times leading up to run. Yes. Because my leg, I'd wake up like 20 minutes after falling asleep mm -hmm. and my leg would be throbbing because like my foot would be touching it. Yes. And besides that, for two or three nights, uh, I don't really have the issue. I don't know either, but I just wanted to see. Yeah. And there's definitely a noticeable difference. Is there? Yeah. Because they say you get better quality sleep if you've more yeah, melatonin yeah. first. I could see that. Um, also, it could be worse for in the morning when you've more melatonin. It might be the issues you're seeing as higher concentration of melatonin. But that's a natural right. thing. Yeah. So, uh, but if you take adrenaline, it'll clear up that. <laughs> so, and you'll need to train early in the morning. <laughs> Obviously, epi like just epi an epipen. Yeah, just get a, some epinephrine and you will be boom, boom. Yeah. There's Tomorrow. another thing. That fucking epinephrine and caffeine and aspirin stack. People are just so blasé about that. Yeah. What the fuck is what that about? What the fuck? Do you want a stroke or a heart attack? But and and they're just like obviously then for my cutting phase, I just take an EPC, and you're just like, mm, people well, maybe actually, maybe don't. Do you know a lot of people listening won't know, but some people will listening will will be aware of it. So there's this um, fat loss or pre workout stack, and I, I'm I'm doing bunny ears that are a lot here, where it's a uh, it's caffeine. Aspirin and epinephrine. Epinephrine is just um, adrenaline. Adrenaline, like it's yeah. adrenaline. You're injecting. And where are they getting adrenaline? Like tablets. Where are they getting that? Like where the fuck? Like see, I see can you sell it or what's the story? Like people just get it, and people are so blasé about. Yeah, big squat today, so I'll just take the stack. Yeah. Or they'll be cutting for six weeks, so they'll take that. Like you jump cunt. Like what are you doing? Like, but this, like this stuff, all came from bodybuilders cutting yeah. in extreme deficits and yeah. they're literally like falling asleep all the time yeah. and they can't function yeah. so they'll take something like Provigil mm -hmm. like Modafinil or they'll take something like Epinephrine in small quantities so they can function in the world and not have to eat food whereas now there's fucking like 20 year olds who are going from 83 kilos to 79 kilos and getting shredded yeah. and they're like oh I'm going to hit this for 6 weeks it's like no you need that so you can live your life when in an extreme deficit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not so you can be an even twitchier fuck of a little greasy scumbag. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's so strange to me how popular that is. Um, but I think you just get blunt and you get the normalization of deviance yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Things just what were once perceived to be negative, you just slowly become acclimatized to them and you're just like, oh yeah, just that thing. Yeah. Which is probably something we all do. Anyway, we got way off topic. So, um, <laughs> how long have we been going? 35 minutes alright we'll better we'll nip it there yeah so all in all a, a day done not going to be repeated soon but it looks things no um, a lot a fun day well mostly in its respect incredible failure of a day Um, not a whole failure though yeah it wasn't great <laughs> it was pretty tense to be honest jeez it was so fucking tense so um, 
Yeah. Thanks for listening. That's that. Go watch the YouTube. <laughs>